This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Hey, Village Church, welcome back to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Pastor Tim and Pastor Michael with you. Listeners, we have three big favors to ask of you before we get started to our question today. Pastor Michael, what do we want them to do first? Submit a question. Yeah. Uh, you can do that in one of two ways. You can go to the Village Church of Bartlett app. You can download that and ask questions, submit them um, right there. Or you can go to the Village Church homepage, vcob.org. Org, and right on the homepage is a button that says Q&A podcast. Turn them in there. And um, that is probably the best two ways to do it. Or yeah. you can send a snail mail. Yeah. Write a letter. Yeah. We get some of those. To the Village Church, 601 West Bartlett Road, Bartlett, Illinois, 60103. And uh, <laughs> I'll tell you what, if you do that, we'll put your question right to the top. There you go. No matter what right. it is. All right, listeners, we want you to be sure that you're sharing these podcasts with friends, family members, foes, and others that might need some information that we are sharing with them. And then third, we want you to go to the iTunes store and rate and review. And how many stars do we want them to give, Michael? One star. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just no, one, one. Five. Five. Five of all possible. All right. So here's our question today. We're going to have to explain this a little bit, like most of them. Has anyone ever been saved by general revelation? So maybe we better start by explaining what is general revelation because there is special revelation. So go for it. So revelation uh, implies communication and Mm -hmm. uh, it's uh, general revelation is talking about um, things that we learn about God by observing just the natural universe. Yeah, Maybe that's what we most, would call creation. Yes. Creation reveals different aspects of who God is generally, not mm-hmm. specifically. Um, in distinction to special revelation, which is um, very specific things about God's nature, name, and character um, that you could only know if God were to tell you personally. For example, we would never know his name is Yahweh or Jesus, unless he specially revealed that to us. And we would say that special revelation is only revealed through God's word. Absolutely. The Old and New Testament. Yep. No other special revelation um, that exists except that which is in Scripture. Now, let's be clear. Um, If God were to sit down with you, Tim, everything he would say would be special revelation. That's right. But we would have no way of validating that, Mm -hmm. so we would never put it on par with the Word of God. But So that's special revelation, things that God specifically reveals. General general revelation are things that we can generally know about God by observing the created world. Let me give you an example. Um, For example, we know that God is very powerful. Um, whatever exists existed because somebody created it. everything that is is exists was created by some sort of mm-hmm. sentient being. Okay, and so we know that whatever created this is bigger and more powerful than this. And last time I checked, the sun's pretty huge. Yeah. So if you're going to create the sun, you're going to probably be pretty powerful. Here's another one: um, whoever or whatever created the world um, uh, values order okay so everything is very orderly life is very orderly and you see that they're very very smart all of our scientists can't even begin to do whatever the creator of this world our creators did okay Mm -hmm. another one is that general revelation teaches us that god values life yeah um because life is everywhere and they're growing and things are neat and humans and people and animals and plants and organisms and whatnot 
but what we learn is that it's not just gods. It's one God, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, one God and three persons. And we would never know that without special, special revelation. revelation. So to the question, can general revelation save somebody? Now, this is where the question would um, apply. Uh, I am. Uh, I was a baby stranded on an island, raised by wolves, right? And I've never <laughs> spoken a language in my entire life, and all I've known is wolves. Okay, is is there enough observable information in this world that I could be saved? I, I'm going to answer this actually in a way that people probably aren't expecting. General general revelation gives you enough information to damn you, not to save you. There you go. That's right. This is what's really, really hard about it because our heart just goes out to those people who have never heard and millions of people have died without hearing the specifics about Jesus, mm-hmm. God, who he is, et cetera, et cetera. So um, I'm going to um, make a few comments, read some scriptures, and then maybe help you understand the tension, I think, a, a little bit here. One of the questions that is going to come up in someone's mind or one of the, we'll say, frustrations is that's not fair, okay? Because we can't get to everybody on the globe and Christianity started in, we'll say, Jerusalem and worked its way out, but there were people spread out sporadically all over the globe. What about all those people? They didn't have a chance. It's not fair. And and, um, And even today, there are people that have not heard the special revelation of God. Yeah. So here's an interesting... um, tidbit for you. So the number one way, this has been validated from multiple sources, um, the number one way that Muslims are coming to faith in Jesus Christ is Jesus comes to them in a dream. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? In Muslim, and that would be what we would call a, a form of special revelation, yeah. pointing them specifically to Jesus. Yep. I've met a handful of Muslims who've said, no, I came to Christ when Jesus came to me in a dream. I remember when I went to Moody Bible Institute, D.A. Carson, um, bigwig theologian mm-hmm. in the evangelical world, who's one of my teachers at Trinity, and he said almost every Muslim um, overseas has the same s- conversion story. Jesus came to them in a dream, told them to trust in him, and they did. And then he mm. closed and he said, now put that in your theological pipe and smoke it. <laughs> Quote. It was a great one-liner. And uh, the reason he said that is because that's not how most Western American Christians are used to thinking. God doesn't typically visit us in dreams. Well, the reason would be because we have his word, we have churches in every corner. But but if God wants to save somebody in a foreign country, he can come to them in a dream. And so here's what I would just tell people who say that's not fair. God will never be called unjust. Not not at all. There will never be, when we see all things there are to see, when we understand every single person who had every opportunity to trust in Jesus, mm-hmm. um, we will never call God unjust. When not at we, all. If we sat there on the day of judgment and we saw what God saw, we saw everything that this person received, all the opportunities they had, um, here's, what we would, here's what we would say, God, you are holy and you are righteous and whatever sentence you deem for them, is legit. Mm-hmm. Our problem is we don't know all the information. We sit here in our hypothetical universe and say, what if there's an aboriginal raid by the wolves on a on a deserted island and never had any human contact? Well, God will make sure that that person, if he sends them to hell, will be justly sent to hell. And even that person will look at God and say, this is fair. I get, I, mm-hmm. I deserve this. And, I mean, I like it, yeah. but I deserve it. And we have all kinds of missionary stories where missionaries go to foreign lands that have never heard the preaching of the gospel. They've never heard of the Bible. They've never heard about Jesus. And they come to these lands and they and the people, when they meet them, they say, we know that there's a creator. We know that we 
we are missing something. We have been asking the the yep. creator. We have been asking, please send us someone that will tell us the truth. Yep. And so they might not use the words that I just used, but they will say something very similar to the missionary. We have been looking for the answers to life's questions. And that missionary, Amen. God sends that missionary to to tell them about Jesus. Yeah, so not, God is just. Yeah. And when people want to know the special revelation of God by looking at the general revelation, God sends them. God is just. He is loving. He is going to send them somehow someone to share the special revelation about Jesus. Yep. And and that, I, I imagine, it doesn't matter where you're at in the world, if you look at the stars and you look at the sky and you look at creation and say, who are you? I will worship you, whoever yes. you are. God will either visit you in a dream or send a missionary. That's right. And he probably anticipated that question mm -hmm. uh, from eternity past and was already orchestrating, putting it in the hearts of missionaries to travel to wherever you are, or if it was impossible in that epic in history, he'd probably reveal himself to you. We have no idea what God told half of these people in these tribes that mm -hmm. we have no record of anymore. We have no idea whether or not he revealed himself to them. There's just so much unknown. Right. We got to come back to this. God will never be called unjust. Not at all. Um, so Romans chapter one, this is where um, there's two passages I want to hold in tension. And Romans 1, 18 to 20 says this, the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men mm -hmm. um, who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. So there's something inside of humanity that suppresses truth once we see it. Okay. Um, for what can be known about God is plain to them general this is talking about general, general revelation, revelation because god has shown it to them for his invisible attributes namely his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly perceived for example i can look out into the world and say whoever made this is enormous right. it and did powerful. not just poof and show up right ever since the creation of the world and the things that have been made so that they are without excuse uh, any person who looks at the magnitude of our universe and says, who are you? I want to worship you. God will reveal himself mm -hmm. to them. I am convinced. Now, the, the tension passage is in Romans chapter 10. Same book, same author. And he looks at everybody and he says, general revelation. Um, it, here's the deal with it. Uh, what is evident about God is plain. The problem with humanity is not that we look at it and we say, give me Jesus. We no, look nope. at it and we say, I'm going to suppress that. And um, that's what most people do with general revelation. Mm -hmm. But then in Romans 10, here's what Paul says. How will they, those who have never um, heard of Jesus, call on him whom they have not believed? How are they to believe in him whom they have never heard? And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are, we, how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news of the gospel. His point is this. They can't be saved and they can't call on Jesus unless they believe, mm -hmm. but they can't believe unless they hear. Right. And they can't hear unless someone preaches and someone can't preach unless they're sent. And his whole point is saying this, you need to go because if you don't, they'll never hear and mm -hmm. believe and be saved. That's right. And his point, the urgency of world evangelization is if they don't hear from us, they can't believe and be saved. Paul wouldn't put this in here if God's just going to randomly save everybody. Not or at all. if general revelation was enough to save people. If it was, there's no motivation for world evangelization. So uh, at the end of the day, here's our, I say at the end of the day a lot, FYI audience, but at the end <laughs> of the day, at the end of the day, here is our point. 
general revelation is enough to damn, but not enough to save. Right. Um, special revelation or the gospel, the good news of Jesus, um, is a required message for someone to hear or understand in case they are have hearing impairment um, for them to be saved. You cannot be saved unless you hear and believe the gospel. Mm -hmm. The gospel is a simple message of good news. The gospel, according to Romans 1, is God's power to save. That when people hear that, if they're going to get saved, it's going to be because they heard the gospel. Which is special revelation. Absolutely. We can only know the gospel because God tells it to us through scripture. Yes. The gospel, very simply, you are a sinner. God is holy. Your sin has separated you from God. And Jesus is God in the flesh who died on the cross for your sins in your place and rose again from the dead. Do you believe this? And if you believe that, that is the gospel message. Um, it's not some trick message. It is the fundamental message of how somebody comes to Christ. So general, of light, general revelation, I can't say the word, <laughs> enough to damn, special revelation required to be saved. And for somebody who is in a raised by wolves on an island um, if if they have any response to general revelation jesus will reveal himself to them somehow amen and the special revelation of jesus dying on the cross is indeed special listeners please come back next time when we answer the question how much should believers be concerned with church liturgy